crow, eh? Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Tom Duday, and welcome to The More You Crow. Over the next three weeks, I'll be sitting down and chatting with uh, some of our newest recruits, some of our first-year players. Uh, we'll talk about how they're finding life in the AFL system as well as some other fun stuff. So we've got Shane McAdam and Ned McHenry. Welcome. Welcome. How are we both? Thanks, Tommy. Going well. Thanks for having us. Going well, mate. That's good to hear, Shane. Thanks yeah, for jumping no on board, mate. No um, so just a few little facts on the uh, two young men. First up, we've got Shano. He's uh, kicked 16 goals in 11 games this season. Um, should have had about 26, considering he missed a couple of easy ones. Uh, played for Hall Creek in WA, Halls Creek, and um, spent time at the Double Blues. So some say you're a bit of a trader at times. Yeah, I've been around. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, and then Nettie McHenry's from the uh, the Great Geelong Falcons, the footy factory down there. Um, diehard fisherman and alpaca lover. So we'll also dig a bit deeper into that Delve later into on. that, good. Uh, so first off, before we begin, this is meant to be a bit of a casual atmosphere, boys. So... We've got a bit of a, uh, a cliche siren, so if you start going on about a footy cliche, oh yeah, I'm just happy to be here, all those sort of things, uh, we're going to blow a little, uh, there'll be a sound, a little siren, and then basically I've got uh, the liberty to give you a punishment, so there's a few here. That what do the punishments like. look like? Uh, you'll have to wait and see on that one oh, there, there, young Ned. So um, first up, we're going to start with some footy talk, so between you two, who do you think's had the best year in 2019? Shane, Shane's had the better year, for sure. You, you've had a few injuries. I've had a few injuries as well the whole year, but you've been pretty good when you play. He gives us a bit of a, um, a different dynamic, especially when he's playing forward down there. He's yeah, really exciting. I'm going to have to disagree and say, <laughs> say Nettie's had the better year between us. Um, yeah, we both have injuries and a bit of a setback this year, but when Ned's on the field, he just brings excitement. Electric, He's electric and... The opponents are scared of him, so I think that helps the team. He's uh, he's aggressive at times, isn't he, he Shane? Is he loves a bit of biff, loves a pressure act, loves a tackle. Throw around the big frame. Big yeah. 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 yeah, and I think that's what the team loves and lacks when he's not out there. Yeah. So in terms of best moments for the season, individually, Ned, do you have an idea of what Shane's best moment was this season? Best moment? What about running in, um, running into an open goal at Port in the trial games? <laughs> <laughs> Care to explain? Oh, mate, he'd been sniped from the grandstands. <laughs> what, did you do a calf or a hammy was it that time? That was time? a calf. Yeah. Oh. No, um, I reckon best moments is when, as a spectator, when I've been watching the games at the moment for the last few weeks... Is when you expect nothing to happen. A big, a big ball comes. There's a pack forming, and you just see this guy come in from the back, rise <laughs> over everyone. I mean, you've almost taken mark of the year about five times. So it was a spectator. That's pretty good. One hundred percent. And Shane, Ned obviously had a bit of an injury shortened year, but in terms of when he was on the field, what what did you like from him? Uh, just like I mentioned before, I think just his um, his excitement, and uh, I like to throw around, throw around his big frame. That's what I'm. That's what I missed him. Second mention of big frame. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, and, frame. Th- and throwing it around. <laughs> Outside of football, you've been in Adelaide now for just about a year. You a little bit longer, Shane. What have been your your favourite moments this year outside of football? Um, for me, I'm really excited. I've got a new boat on the way, so I suppose that's that's really exciting. And um, when I get that, I love the fishing and stuff here. So once I've got the new boat and just investing in time, getting out in the water and stuff here is really exciting. There's a big line waiting to get on that boat. <laughs> big line? What's a big line? <laughs> no, there's uh, heaps of people waiting. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. People won't come just on. Just to get on the boat. Yeah. Well, you've been in Adelaide for a while, haven't you? We've I got have... a funny story about this. I would love you to hear, hear a quick it, funny story? Oh, I would love to. So... What school did you go to? You know the story I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I went to Hale in Perth in WA. Yeah. You went to Hale and your head of sport? My head of right? sport. Your head of sport was my head of senior school at college. So when I was at school in Geelong, God's country, Tommy. Beautiful place. I was there. I heard all the time from my head of senior school, his name's Mr. Young, and he, he spoke about this guy, the most natural 
most athletic, the best he's <laughs> ever seen in his life. I'm serious. He was telling lies, wasn't he? <laughs> how, many, how many goals did you? How many times did you kick over six goals at school footy? Uh, I don't think I kicked under six goals. <laughs> 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 oh no! Uh, it's yeah, fun year. Hey, You've true. gone from humble to bragging uh, <laughs> pretty quick there. Yeah, but yeah, that's funny. So he was talking to me about that before, and now we've both ended up in Adelaide at the Crows together. So a mutual connection. Mutual connection. We um, Nettie sent him a <laughs> selfie of us, didn't you, at the start of pre-season? I sent him a text. What do you reply? You reply with? He said, um, yeah. "The only two blokes that never listened to a word <laughs> yeah. I said." So obviously. It's been a good year for both years at times. You've had a few injuries, but in terms of being able to get out there and play footy, uh, has there been any senior player in particular that's helped you both in either certain parts of your game, acclimatising to AFL life, things like that? Um, well, probably the main one for me was probably Brody Smith, just taking me in, letting me live in his house. <laughs> Looking after you. Looking after me. You've got some stories there of you, Shane, where you're just uh, you're laying around on the couch all day and Smithers is pretty much picking up after you. Is that, uh, is that accurate? Uh, that's false. It's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Nettie boy? Um, what was the question, Tom? Uh, senior player, helped you out? Senior, oh, yeah. I've said this a few times, but because I'm, I'm number 25, I've been so lucky with <clears throat> Sauce, Richie Douglas on both sides of me, and then also Tommy Lynch at 27. So in terms of a, a senior player, probably um, Richard Douglas, I reckon, has been the, been the massive one for me. He is a, uh, he's a good man. He's a great man. He's a great, great man. man so I've heard, Shane, uh, that Ned is Riley O'Brien's father-in-law. Can you confirm that? Uh, I can't confirm or deny that, <laughs> <laughs> but I have heard a bit of locker room talk about that. Care to touch on that one there? Yeah, I can touch on that. I live with um, Riley O'Brien's <laughs> girlfriend's parents, so I technically am an in-law, so he comes over for dinner. And, um, and you've had a few sleepovers there where you... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice I might have uh, brought the mattress into Riley's room and <laughs> um, slept on the ground. I don't know. Bunk nights with, uh, with the big birdo. Just overlooking birdo. Yeah. Make sure he doesn't oh, do anything. It's not, and, a good, um, not a good sight in the morning. Ned, I've, I've heard that, uh, that Shane nearly stole a neighbourhood dog. Um, oh, What's the go there? Have you, uh, my word. Have you got a background on that? This is the most extraordinary story I've actually <laughs> ever heard in my life. Shane McAdam. So Shane, obviously, living with Brady Smith, you touched on that. And he, it's not a golden retriever. It's a German nah, Shepherd, German isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> is it the biggest legal dog you can own? <laughs> Maybe. What is the other one? The big ones? The, Great Dane? Um, the Great Dane. That's Danes, a big boy, big yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, so I'll just go. But apparently, the story goes that you found a dog... And that you thought was Brody Smith's dog, and you have then proceeded to grab the dog, the lost dog, and bring it home, thinking it was actually your dog. Is that is that true? That's sort of true. Go, t- give us the actual I was, details. I was on the ca- it was like a Sunday afternoon. I was on the couch by myself, home alone, and then I heard a knock on the door, and this lady. The lady was at the door with a German Shepherd. Oh, she's like, oh, have you lost a German Shepherd? And I'd had no idea, so I didn't even look at the back. And I was like, yeah, I think so, maybe. <laughs> so I said, yeah, i got your dog in the car. So I walked outside into the car, and then the German Shepherd was in the back, and then I tried to grab it by the collar. I was calling it, calling onto it. Brody's dog named Brax. I was calling it, come on, Brax, come on, come back home, come get inside. And it wouldn't listen to me, it was scared. And so I had to grab it by the collar and drag it inside. <laughs> Open the door, let it run in, and then 
Brody's dog was out the back <laughs> going off. Was there any time in the early stages that you saw a collar or a, or no. a marking or something you thought, this just isn't quite right? No, no it just happened too quick. <laughs> I just wanted to get back and watching the basketball. I think it was the basketball season then. So you had a, you had an extra dog in the backyard for a little bit? I almost took it. If I let it out in the backyard, Brax would have probably torn it up. <laughs> so lucky I just let it through the house and the back door was shut. And then realised. And then realised when Brax was going off his head. Um, both moved, Chano, obviously you've been over a little bit longer, but you both moved from interstate and the biggest part when you come over here is you're sort of thrown into the, the pool of adult life straight away. Has there been any, uh, any difficulties, any interesting stories or anything just in terms of becoming an adult, looking after yourself, cooking, cleaning, things like that? I know you've got Smithers doing it all for you there, but yeah. helping you out, in, are you trying to help out in any way? Trying to help out. I think the biggest one, when, especially pre-season when you're go through a big long day in the hot heat and then you come home and have no energy for anything so that's probably the hardest one trying to find stuff to do after training and when you got a lot of spare time it's probably the biggest one for me is trying to find things to do yeah. cooking or cleaning Ned cooking and cleaning yeah yeah it's not too bad the, the cleaning's the one that I yeah, the cooking's not too bad at the moment I'm getting a bit of like a, a um, what are they called like a Tupperware container and just cooking some chicken up and some veggies and stuff like that and putting it in the fridge so that mm. way I can just reheat it in between meals. So that makes it a bit easier. Bit of meal prep. But cleaning, cleaning's no good. Cleaning's not much fun. All right, so quick quick fire. I'm going to ask each of you, and you're just going to quick fire, hit me with it. Have you ever paid a bill? Yes. Yep. Not a phone bill? And all, like a power, electricity, anything like that? No. <laughs> Pay for a boat. That's a bill. That I a will bill? not give you that. Yep. Ever change the tyre? Yes. Yep. Ever done your own washing? Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Most complicated meal you've cooked? Oh, too many noodles. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, nothing. Like ch- veggies, veggies, yeah. good veggies. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really cook, and when I do, I try to make it easy for myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next one, sort of going to go into a bit of. It's called your words, not mine. So basically, Ned, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to answer it as if you are Shane McHenry. Shane, Shane McHenry. Ooh. That would be a, uh, a dynamic player you two put that together. <laughs> Shane's, uh, Shane's talent with uh, Shane's your everything. work rate would be pretty impressive. Mark, I know, with yeah. his big frame. <laughs> 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 All right, we're on three <laughs> mentions of big frame, so let's see if we can get to five. Uh, so, Ned, if you are in Shane's shoes, who's the best player in the sample side? Oh, look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, isn't it? You've got to – yeah, no, no. The best, best player in the sample team is Matthew Wright. If I'm Shane, well, I'm Shane Ned, if I'm anyone. I'm looking at it. Facts, Matthew Wright. And then in your mind, if you are Shane, what do you think of Ned McHenry? I'm thinking he's, he's a fun guy. <laughs> he's a guy that you hang out with sometimes and, and you catch up with and you hang out with him, don't you? <laughs> we, we hang out, Shane and I. There's no doubt about it. So you're, Shane, you're Ned now. So your real name's Shane, but you're going to pretend to be Ned. Got yeah. that? Ned McAdam. Ned Why McAdam. do you love alpacas so much? Um, because I think they're fierce animals. Oh. <laughs> get going, get going. And they're just uh, very unique, just like myself. Oh, I think. it's just disrespectful, mate. It's disrespectful. <laughs> You're the kind of guy who wouldn't know the difference between a llama and an alpaca. <laughs> You're that kind of guy. I don't, I th- no, I don't know the difference at all. Is there a difference? You, I know you're passionate about this. Do you want to just quickly touch on why you have a tattoo of an alpaca and the difference between an alpaca and a llama. Uh, I'll touch on what I've touched on a few times, but I've basically just got one. It's essentially my spirit animal. I think everyone 
should have a spirit animal to some degree. And an alpaca for me is a um, he's a fun he's a fun animal. Oh, he or she um, he's a he's a fun animal, a vibrant animal. They take care of the herd. They're very protective, so people obviously get them in on farms and um, to look after their sheep or stock or whatever. And uh, they're also very social, so I like to be social. And then, what would be your spirit animal, Tom? If you, oh, if you we were actually one. discussing this the other day with Bree, the dietitian, and couldn't really come up with something to be honest. Right, something wise. Yeah, I would like to think that an yeah. owl, maybe. An owl. <laughs> I was going to say, and owl. Uh, yeah. a bit more exuberant owl. You are an it? eagle. You are. An <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Shane, I mean Shane, trying to be Ned right now. Yeah. Is it true that you hate fishing? Uh, it is not true. I think. I would rather do anything. No, I would not do anything <laughs> in the world if I couldn't do fishing. <laughs> what? Very I don't know what I just do you want to have another go at that? Yes. <coughs> Can right. you ask me the question again? So, Ned, is it true you hate fishing? It's not true that I hate fishing. I love fishing <laughs> with with everything. <laughs> I love fishing. I can't can't see a day. Can't see the future without me. In a fishing boat, <laughs> sailing across the world is fishing. <laughs> is that accurate? I, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> sailing the world, fishing. Strangely, yeah, strangely emotive, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, we, you, we've talked about going fishing together. Yeah, we have. There's good barra and stuff like that. There is. There is. Up, back, where up, from. back up where I'm from, a lot so, of barra fishing. Yeah. Showed Nettie a bit of... Uh, a couple of my family members <laughs> doing a bit of fishing back home. They do some crazy fishing, don't they? They do. Barra and... Jumping in with Jumping freshwater in with crocs and fresh crocs. all kinds of stuff. And mud crabs. Yeah, muddies. As I said before, interrupted year for both of you, but in terms of one positive takeaway for the year and then one RFI that you're going to work on come next pre-season. So we'll start with you, Shane. All right, positive. I think positive was this year has been a big eye-opener for me, just being in, inside the system of AFL player. And um, RFI is probably big one being my... Uh, in the off-season, just a bit of training and get my fitness up to the level it should be. Um, it's obviously really important really to, crucial to start the pre-season with a good uh, yeah, good fitness base in. so you can attack it from there. Yeah, don't want to be a back of the line, <laughs> up the front this time. Yeah, good, good. That's a good set. And uh, for you, Ned, positive and RFI gathering the amount you've played. Footy-wise, yeah. yeah. Um, positive was probably, like, from a footy perspective, I think, before I went injured, I think it was, like, round seven or round six or seven. I, don't, I can't actually remember when I got injured, but um, going up and, like, travelling emergency up to Brisbane and feeling like getting a bit closer to AFL selection and stuff like that um, was, was exciting. And then before injury, so, um, yeah, just playing good sample footy and, and trying to improve on the things that will, will hold me in good stead, hopefully, to play to play AFL level. And um, for a room uh, for improvement is probably... Uh, well, not probably, definitely um, putting on putting on some more size, muscle, strength, and power. And that big ooh, frame. Get it bigger. Spoken bigger about frame. the bigger frame. <laughs> We're going to get it bigger. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty big now, but uh, the chassis is going to get even wider. <laughs> chuck, so. Chucking nah. blokes around. But putting on actually like rel- rel- relevant strength, so good size and, and, and get more powerful. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, you two have done really well. So uh, that ends our first episode of The More You Crow. Uh, we'll drop a, another episode at 4pm next Tuesday. Uh, our next week, we're going to have Lockie Scholl, who's got some good stories. He's got uh, three or four different nicknames at the club that I'll get him to dive into. <laughs> and uh, big Kieran Strawn, who's added himself a good year and rounded into form come finals. So um, give us some love on the socials. Tell, you what you, tell us what you enjoyed. Give us uh, some room for improvements like the boys just... Uh, detailed and uh, we'll catch you next time thanks for joining us thank you